And welcome back to Restless. Uh, this is a podcast where we restlessly seek the face of Christ in this crazy and mixed up world. Now, this is not Father Joseph. That's generally who starts these things. My name is Paul. I've been on this podcast before, and I'm guest hosting today. And I'm joined with, by Joe and Dominic. Um, and we're going to talk about our pilgrimage that we just got back from with, from World Youth Day. Um, now, generally, Father Joseph would begin this by telling us that we're zany. And I would say that we are not zany, but sometimes we can act that way. So in any case, um, maybe we'll just introduce Dominic Angelillo. He is one of our seminarians. He joined us on the trip. In fact, most of our seminarians were on this trip to uh, Portugal yes. and Spain. So welcome, Dominic. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. And um, how many years have you been in seminary? This is going to be my third year. And uh, something special happened when we were in um, when we were in Portugal. Could you talk about that for a second? Sure. I received canonicy for holy orders at the Knights of Templar in Tomar, Portugal. What does it What does it mean to get your candidacy or be elevated to candidacy? I'm not sure what's it called. You're eligible. So the way it was described to me, uh, it was kind of like an engagement with the church. This is now I'm committed to this, and I'm committed to my studies going forward, committed right. to my prayer life going forward, mm -hmm. and God willing, in four years, I'll be ordained a priest. That's excellent. And I remember the bishop at the, the, the small ceremony we had during Mass, the bishop said it, it's when you turn from discernment to more preparation and formation exactly. to be a priest. Yeah. Exactly. So I thought that was really... Um, it was really meaningful. It was kind of cool to, to be there and witness that for you and Maximilian, who's the other uh, who's the other mm -hmm. candidate that was there. So that was and the, great. The biggest visible change, right, is that Dom now has the right to wear clerics, which is the black shirt and the white collar that priests and deacons wear. So now you will officially be confused as a priest everywhere for the next four years. It's very exciting. Right. For you. It's really exciting. So That's great. Usually yeah. it is. It's sarcastic, and we're confused for priests during mass. Now it'll be all over the world. So right. it's very exciting. It is. Dom, exciting. Dom, Dom is and not wearing his clerics right now, though. He's wearing a no, nice, I'm not. tasteful golf polo. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Um, so anyway, that was part of our trip to World Youth Day. So maybe just as a precursor, so all three of us went on this pilgrimage um, and the, it started in Spain. So we all flew into, well, not Joe, but that's a different story. But we all flew into Madrid, Spain, um, mostly because it was cheaper because Portugal is really expensive to fly into, as it turns out. Um, but it was great because we actually got to go to Avila. So this is the hometown of Teresa of Avila. And we had a, a kind of a mini separate pilgrimage there um, where we um, where we were able to tour the town and we went to mass, which was really nice. It was nice to kick off. And then we had a nice five hour drive to Fatima and in Fatima, Portugal, which is, of course, the famous location of the apparitions at Fatima. We spent five nights there, which seemed long at first, at least when I was looking at the itinerary. But as it turns out, um, as it turns out, it was actually it was a really nice experience. And then we all went to Lisbon for the actual World Youth Day festivities. Um, so that's a little bit of overview of our trip. Um, and it was really a, a um, it was really a whirlwind of an experience. But um, so we'll get into that now. But maybe just to start, have you all been to Europe before? I don't remember. I have not. That was you my first not. time. What were some of your first impressions of just being in Europe and different country, different place, different people? It was a beautiful country. That's for sure. Friendly people. Good food, especially the seafood. Um, what else? A lot of hills in Lisbon. Yeah, Oof. more like mountains. Right, right. Lisbon is is almost like a uh, is like the San Francisco of of Europe. It's very hilly. They have a almost an exact replica of mm -hmm. the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, yes. Right on the water. It's on a bay. Um, so anyway, but yeah, that's 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 cool. And had you been in Joe? Had you been? In yeah, Europe? yeah. Not in the last ten years, but I've been to Europe before. 
Where did you go? I was in Italy for a little like a week and a half when I was in high school, and I went to Ireland to see some family for I think a bit longer than that actually when I was uh, in second grade. Oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> great. So you had been before, but it had been a while. And you, of so. course, are our world traveler, Paul. Yes, I actually went to Europe six times in 12 months, ending with this trip. So uh, I go for work sometimes, but that's a different story. Um, so maybe, so as, as I mentioned, we started in Fatima, which was really a, a special place. And it was actually really remarkable because we were there kind of before a lot of the World Youth Day pilgrims got there. Um, and so I know, Joe, you had to miss most of this, unfortunately. Yeah, I was, I was there for maybe 12 hours and I was incredibly jet lagged. So. Yes, I don't think you did much there other than walk around and I did go to mass. <laughs> uh, I did do those things. I had dinner with the bishop, which was, which was great, and the other seminarians. And I, yeah, that was it. Yeah. churches were, were occupied by events anyway, so it wasn't like I could do that much. But. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was, by the time you got there too, it was quite busy. But it was pretty cool that when we were there, um, you couldn't, uh, there, were, there weren't very many pilgrims there. So I don't know, Don, what was your experience of being well, in got, Fatima? And, it got crowded afterward. Yeah, before, that's true. Before we, when we left uh, for World Youth Day, that's when it got crowded. Right. But um, it, was, it was great to say Mass where the miracle of the sun happened. Uh, we sang. Uh, the, oh, I'm sorry. You weren't there. <laughs> Joe wasn't there. Yeah, Joe missed. That's Joe be, missed. Joe missed. Uh, the next like 15 minutes, you're going to be alive. Oh, yeah, you weren't there for that, were you, Joe? <laughs> oh, that's right. You weren't there. That's right. Um, but uh, so that was a real gift to, yeah, this, to be at that spot. Last minute, the seminarians were pulled aside to go and uh, mm-hmm. sing and chant in front of like thousands of people in oh, really? I'm completely out of tune, but that's okay. That's I fine. offer it up. It's fine. Um, I mean, I no, thought it you guys great. sounded great. It was a really cool moment. We've got some heavy hitters that can sing in the mm-hmm. group, to be fair. Maximilian and, and uh, Juan. Yeah, thanks and be to God. Sal, so, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, yeah, that was that was really special. I think that was that was certainly one of the highlights. What did you think about, um, I know we did, so in Fatima, you do the walk of the apparitions where you go to kind of each of the major sites and they have shrines and things. Mm-hmm. How was how did you find that? Did you have an exper- uh, a devotion to Our Lady of Fatima before then or know much about it? I knew a little bit about it. At St. Teresa's Church, my our perpetual uh, adoration chapel is dedicated to Our Lady of Fatima. Oh, excellent. So I did have uh, a little preview of the history about it before going there. And I had a great, um, I think it was Monday where we had off, where we could go in and um, kind of explore the town a little bit. So I went um, into the, um, what was that area? Oh, you talk about the village the, area? The, the village area. Where the, the houses were? No, before that. Oh, um, like the sites of the apparitions of the angels. And the Blessed Mother. And the Blessed Mother, right. So yeah. I did a holy hour there. It was just incredibly peaceful. Um, to be at a spot where a heavenly figure um, left heaven, came down to earth, and shared a message, which was to, you know, to pray the rosary every single day. Uh, so, and I definitely took that to heart. Yeah, no, that was that was really remarkable, and um, it was a very peaceful place. At least when we were there at the beginning, it was a peaceful place. Um, but I, I hadn't had much of a devotion to to Our Lady of Fatima prior to that. I had seen this kind of standard video that they I've seen played. It's like forty five minutes, and it goes through the apparitions and the story, and um, and so I had seen that and kind of knew the background a bit, but never really internalized it. But I don't know what it is, but I've gone on two pilgrimages. Uh, I've been to Holy Land and this, and I would say that there's something when you're actually at the site. There's something that's really special about um, special about being there. It's it's powerful, and you can't really I can't put my finger on it. But I don't know if you experienced the same thing. You're right. I did internally. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, we're able to now. I know that 
you were there for the same nights. Were you able to attend? You were able to attend most of the procession. I right? did the rosary walk. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, you were talking about it at night. Yeah. At the, night. the procession at night. Yeah. Which was beautiful. Yeah. So it was pretty cool where a number of us uh, on our trip, um, there were on our trip, there were seminarians and lay people. We had teenagers. We had people that were young adults and we had priests and our bishop. So we had we had about 70 people from the diocese that were all in Fatima together. Um, and so a number of us, kind of the below 35 crew that was on the trip. Oh, we, we also had some folks that were... That were <laughs> old adults. Old adults. I mean, <laughs> thanks, Joe. Yeah. Um, that, that were on our trip as well. They were the co-pilgrims that did... Um, that went with us basically through Fatima and then went to Lisbon and kind of did their own thing in Lisbon. Um, but, uh, but there was a number of us that actually got to be uh, bearers of Our Lady um, in, in Fatima, which was really cool. It was actually a cool experience just to meet some of the other pilgrims. Most people there were going to World Youth Day subsequent, um, but we got to, to carry the statue. That was a heavy square. statue, wasn't it? It was very heavy, yeah. There uh, were a few guys, and then you had backup. Yeah, Halfway there were, through, you had to switch, right? There were three or four, uh, for our group, there were three teams, or four, one, two, three, four teams of six people that carried it, and it was, it is heavy. Um, so they, and they do it by height because you can't have differentials in height. And of course, I'm not tall. I'm five foot five. And so I was with Las Chicas, as the Spaniard said that I was with. So it was me. It was me and five, five uh, young ladies who were carrying, carrying the statue. I was actually, I think I was the tallest of the, of the six of us, which is remarkable given that that rarely happens in my life. Um, but anyway, that was, that was a really special experience. But I remember when we, most of the procession, you're, most of the people are behind you for a lot of the procession if you're carrying Our Lady. But when we turned the corner in this giant square, you could just see all these people. And it was a small crowd when we got there. Mm -hmm. And everyone has candles and it was a still night. Subsequent nights were very windy and like no one, candles kept going out. But that night the wind was still and we got to, uh, and you could just see this huge crowd. It was, it's just, again, it's like you're in this holy place and it's just so remarkable. Um, so anyway, so I guess Joe, what was your? Did you have any? Did you go to the procession on when you got there? Because there's no. there's a procession every night. Yeah, there was one the 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 one night that I was in Fatima, and I thought about going. I kind of watched the beginning of it, but I hadn't slept in like 36 hours at that point, so I needed to go to sleep. I, yeah. I, the way I viewed it was, it was a shame to miss it, but we had a long pilgrimage ahead of us, and I didn't want to get run down or sick or anything. So. Right, right. No, that's that's a shame, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's cool about it, they pray the rosary in like every language that's there. So the last night when I actually was able to pay attention because I was carrying the statue prior, they um, they did it in obviously French, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, mm -hmm. Vietnamese, Philip, uh, Tagalog, Filipino, um, and at least a couple other languages yeah, I don't remember. Cool. Oh, German, mm -hmm. German. They did, like, and they would do half decades. After the major European languages, they would do half, half decades um, into different languages, which nice. is really cool. But it showed the unity of the church and... That was great. Would you, what were you gonna say? No, go ahead. No. Um, so I guess what was kind of like? Did did uh, do you think that you uh, increased your uh, devotion to Our Lady of Fatima, or do you think that's something you'll carry forward? I will definitely carry that forward. Yes. It um, to see everybody pray together in that square, it really felt like she was listening. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely true. Um, what's really cool is that uh, and and Fatima, as I was saying, they do a Eucharistic procession on Thursday nights kind of obviously, and then the rest of the night, every other night, so it doesn't matter when you go to Fatima, every other night in Fatima, they do a Marian procession, um, which is generally, you know, a rosary followed by music with a procession, and it's all very reverent. It's not, um, it's mm -hmm. kind of organ music and singing, um, hymns, most of them 
no one understands because it's all in Portuguese, um, <laughs> which is always interesting. Uh, but yeah, and then I actually went to, I don't think the, I think because the seminarians had mass with the bishop, but um, I was able to go to the the international mass that was at 3 p.m. on Monday, which was mm-hmm. our free day, so to speak, in Fatima. And this was a mass that was in the square, and they actually were going to do it in the small chapel, small chapel meaning it's an outdoor chapel that expands onto the square, but in actuality, they had to switch it um, to the big altar that sits in front of the basilica, and so they actually, like, last minute, mass was delayed a half an hour, and they had to, like, move everything over, and so then it was this big international mass, and it was just interesting that they did all the the readings in, I think, Spanish and Portuguese, or the, 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 um, I guess, just the the Old Testament reading and the, or the epistle and the responsorial psalm was in, was in Portuguese. And then they did a gospel in Portuguese. And then they had like a small snippet of the gospel in probably 10 other languages, kind of like the first paragraph, so to speak, of the gospel, uh, followed by a homily that was in Italian, Portuguese, and then like two minutes in English. How, or like How long was this mass? This mass was an hour and a half. Well, the, I mean, distribution of communion was sure. Yeah, was that. long. Although they, it's very efficient. They had all these guys with umbrellas come out, and there's probably thirty priests that were no. or deacons nice. maybe handing out communion. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, would you go back to uh, Fatima in a New York minute? What do you think you would? What would you focus on or do there? I would definitely go back to the Marian apparitions in the in the, um, the field there, uh, and just spend some quiet time there in prayer, but also uh, going into the main church where they're actually buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was very crowded when we went, but I would have liked to have. I wish it was open immediately at six in the morning, but that's okay. Yeah, but um, that's where I would spend some of my time. Yeah, yeah. I went in there once, the Basilica of Our Lady of the Rosary of Fatima. I think that's what it's called. As mm-hmm. opposed, there's two Correct. basilicas, and that's the where square. I tried to go in. Yeah, I mm-hmm. went in the morning, kind of at seven a.m., and then they had opened they it, had and opened it was it. empty. It was really nice. I did it one morning, and then by the t- again, by the time we left, there were more World Youth Day. I found the there. chapel underground. Really, there was an underground chapel, mm-hmm. but on the opposite end. Oh, the, the other Adoration Chapel. Was the sacrament chapel. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... Uh, That's open all night. That was open, yeah, except for two hours when they clean and sometime in the middle of the night when everyone's sleeping, which is right. kind of funny. <laughs> um, so anyway, sorry, Joe, that you had to miss it. I followed it very closely from abroad. Oh, that's right. They were posting a lot group, about it. Group, so. group chats. Group chat, posting a lot about it. Right. So, What would we do without WhatsApp on the World Youth Day? I would still be stranded in an airport in Madrid where I missed my connecting flight probably, so... <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I didn't actually know that that happened, so we'll really? have to cover that uh, yeah. tail end of the episode. Here. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Um, so um, I guess we'll move on to World Youth Day. So after we left Fatima, we did a number of side trips around Fatima. Um, one of them was to Tomar, where we had the, the candidacy mm-hmm. um, ceremony, I guess you call it. Um, and then we we drove down to Lisbon, which is close. I didn't really realize that. It's yeah. only about an hour and a half from... And we were all thinking this was going to take forever and all that kind of stuff. And because there's going to be traffic, as it turns out, we just... It wasn't bad. We just breezed right into Lisbon, and it was pretty it was pretty straightforward, which was, which was nice. Um and uh, so anyway, what was, I guess, maybe for both of you, Joe, uh, you haven't t- spoken much because you missed most of the, the early part of the trip, but I guess, what was your kind of your expectations of World Youth Day? I don't think you'd been before, if I remember correctly. I had not been before. Um, what were some of your expectations? I was expecting chaos, Okay, which we, which we got in spades. Um, <laughs> I, was expecting, you know, I, was expecting, no, I was expecting big crowds, right? And just like lots of noise and like, you know, just craziness and everybody. And it was, and that's real. But um yeah, I mean, I, I think that the general takeaway for me was just an appreciate a, a renewed appreciation for the true universality of the church, which you mentioned 
in Fatima, which is great. Um, but what do you say? It's, 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 you see the church in its universality in a unique way because the church is united in the fact that we are all different in the ways that are good and unite in, in the same in the ways that are good. So like you'd be in a crowd and you'd see like people from Australia and the UK and Spain and France and Germany and Portugal, and all over South America and Africa. And like mm. people are waving flags and chanting and singing songs and, you know, chants of USA and all these things. And, and so it's beautiful because it's a celebration of the diversity that is good, right? And the fact that the gospel is a universal message, which is applicable to all cultures, but then we can all come and worship together and, and receive the same sacraments and believe the same things. And so that was the thing which was really beautiful. And when we told them that we were seminarians, with our, our conversations with them, they were ecstatic. We oh, it was insane. So, so much more than Americans are. This, the, the last night, a few of us were, were walking. We started talking to some volunteers from who were from Lisbon or from mm-hmm. or Greater Portugal. And we, when we said there were seminarians, one guy actually, I think, kissed the hand of one of the seminarians. He was so excited. Oh, really wow. wow. Yeah. And then just seeing a seminarian who's young, was, like just they were like, this is amazing. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, a lot of parts of Europe are really struggling for vocations, probably more than the United States is. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, That's good witness. Wonderful. Good witness. Were you looking forward to it? I was. It was my first World Youth Day. Yeah. So I didn't know what to expect. Organized chaos. Organized chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that's pretty true. We had a really special um, event that we went to. Um, the Bishop Robert Barron and friends hosted a big and U.S. Friends. That's what she, that's and friends. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't only him. I mean, it was... It was what, 200,000 of his closest friends? Something like that. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't that many people. How many people do you think were there, though? It was about 15,000. It was a lot. Oh, that, that's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not had every, a holy hour there, right? Right. So what this was, before we talk about it, it was, um, so Bishop Barron hosted this event for mostly U.S. pilgrims. Um, so I thought it was funny that I actually ran into some people that I knew from other dioceses yeah, around too. the country. Yeah, me too. too, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it took everyone flying across the Atlantic to Lisbon to actually meet up with these people, um, which I thought was funny. But it was it was, it was was a really cool event where Bishop Barron gave a long talk, um, and then they had a Eucharistic procession followed by adoration and benediction. Um, and a, a Dominican sister gave a really nice uh, reflection during uh, when the Eucharist was exposed. It was a really special moment. Um, it was all in English. And so you had people, a lot, a lot of people from, you know, uh, from English-speaking countries like Australia and Britain and um, India and elsewhere that, that had joined, that had come to this uh, Bishop Barron thing. Um, so I thought, for me at least, I know it's probably not uh, it's kind of weird that the U.S. event was the highlight, but for me that was probably that was probably the highlight because it seemed like the most it was the most comfortable, I guess. But I, it was the smallest too. I mean, there's it was also the smallest. There's something yeah. beautiful about a giant event, but they are ultimately unwieldy and difficult to pray during, for sure. I mean, you can't I mean, you can't really pray with a million and a half people, I don't think. No, and so we uh, we all went to the papal welcome. Which was uh, huge thing, which huge. is like what a million people or something. I don't yeah, remember. I'm looking also. Uh, thanks to Lauren, who is actually our sound person tonight. She's not feeling well, so so I looked at her to ask how many people were in the thing because she was. She said eight hundred thousand. Okay, great. And that, that to me that that event was really cool because it was a little hard. You know, it's hard to follow these big events. You don't really know. Eight hundred was patients. Five hundred only five hundred thousand. Oh, five hundred thousand in that one. Um, okay. but, but anyway, so you know, it's, it's a big event. You're in this big park, and you really can't see much. But then at the end, the whole like, congregation, as it were, chanted the Our Father in Latin together. Yeah, that was the Pope that's gave cool. Pope gave a blessing. You're just like, wow, this is amazing. It's like, yeah. that's what St. Peter just blessed. You know, mm-hmm. half a million people, or whatever it was, crazy. So. Yeah, that was pretty wild. You guys had? Did you guys come down to the floor? I know that there was. We did for a little people, while. People came in. Did you stay at the floor? A no? little while. No, we all stayed a little while. But did you stay? Because some uh, one group. So. All the seminarians with our with the priests that were with us went to the 
event and then we our hotel happened to be right nearby and we had a, there was a balcony we could watch from and so some of us were just like this is a little crazy and went back but some wanted to stay in the crazy i, I, don't, I, I don't do i don't really do i don't I did both. that much so i, I, I bailed out of the crowd pretty quickly yeah yeah um, you, i saw the pope there yeah yeah got right up there and saw him drive by and then um some of us went back to the hotel to the balcony yeah and big screen tvs were we could see right from yeah right from there it was a beautiful panoramic view and uh we watched everything from there yeah i stayed for most of it i stayed until after the pope stopped speaking which was a problem i got when he started speaking they had done something with the sound because we couldn't hear almost at all and then also wasn't in english so like yeah and he was speaking more when he started speaking in spanish he was speaking louder i think because he's more comfortable with spanish and so yeah. then i could actually start to hear what he was saying and he was having the crowd crowd chant todos y todos y todos like everybody yes right which right was, which I, was pretty cool um, i heard that that was cool and kind of a universal thing and then when they began the, the our father in latin that's when we my group mm -hmm. um i was with some of the seminarians and some of the other yeah. people um young adults we we, we bolted after that um, you have to unfortunately you, have, you just have to do that you'd, you'd still be the crowd the crowd like it's insane right right what are some of the other highlights for you guys in lisbon so for me um in case you don't know how this works bishops from around the world go as catechists and they give these little catechesis talks during the day to groups of people who speak the same language as them and in like a small church and then they have mass for the group afterwards and so bridgeport kind of crashed bishop Cajanos one day which was good the, the seminarians didn't really catch much of the catechesis but we did go go there for mass and you know these masses aren't, um, they're beautiful. They're not like what you would hear in a seminary, right? It's not chant, right? It's, it was good. It was a good deal. Of, <laughs> yeah. They didn't, they it was some, there was no chanting, no chanting, there was, but there was fine. There was some praise and worship stuff, but it, I, that mass particularly was, I thought well done. Um, oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. And it was a packed church. Like I, and I think you, Paul, and some other, some of the seminarians were in the back of yeah. the church. Um, like we didn't have seats, which is a great thing when there's not enough seats in a church. Right. Um, and it was just great, you know, just a bunch of young people from all over the world, but from English speaking countries praying together. Bishop Kajana's homily was wonderful. Um, and it just, I was really struck. Um, yeah. But just like the intense privilege that I get to just be in this church, receive, receive Christ, worship him, um, be united to my Bishop, but be united to the universal church. It was a really beautiful moment. I think that was for me um, probably like the spiritual high point, so to speak. Because again, sometimes these big masses have become a little unwieldy, and this sort of, or the big events are sort of difficult. But this was this was beautiful. And he held everybody's attention. Yeah, especially during the homily. Oh yeah, I mean you could hear during. So he gave a talk, mm -hmm. the so-called catechesis talk, and then mass, and then plus a homily. So there was two kind of bishop speaking, our bishop, and during his talk, you could hear a pin drop in that church. It was so quiet. He had everyone captivated. And we had people from not only English-speaking countries, mostly U.S., but we also had French and Polish people there, too, that were listening in. So, yeah, and we, so each, our diocese was not assigned to our bishop. You generally don't have that. Our our diocese is assigned to another bishop um, and another church, but a few of us were able to kind of sneak in to see ours. I don't know if that's allowed, but we did it anyway. What are you going to do? I know. Uh, what was actually nice on the Friday, though, um, was time for, it was a little bit shorter talk. We had a, the Archbishop, I think, from Galway, Ireland, um, gave our. So he's, yeah, he's bishop of two dioceses too. So yeah, bishop of two dioceses. Yeah, I combined ad personam, I think, is the term. Yeah. Right. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. Um, and uh, and so he gave a really nice talk, shorter, and then we had time for adoration, confession, and mass, which was which was really nice. So that was how we kind of ended our catechesis sections. Yeah. Right. How about how about you, Dom? Um, you kind of covered everything. In terms of highlights, yeah. Yeah, from the bishop and everything. 
Um, I guess one thing that stood out to me was, um, you know, he, uh, he mentioned in his homily, we all have work to do. And that really made me think to look internally into my own heart. And because um, this was also the homily given at my um, candidacy, mm-hmm. going into your heart, kind of doing spiritual surgery, separate things that are not of God and what is of God and capitalize on the things that are of God. So we have to, we have to have interior freedom and then let the Lord work through us to accomplish what he needs to do. Right. Because he's going to use us to change the world. Yeah, that's really special. And, you know, I think you guys look up to you guys as seminarians that you're... Well, not just priests, everybody. Everybody. Everybody is called to You guys especially, hopefully, will be carrying that, carrying that torch, God willing. So, mm-hmm. And we do our little part here at Restless. We should have mentioned that Dominic is one is the largest... Uh, yeah. and, super fan. And super, super fan, fan of Restless. Um, and so we're really happy that we're able to have him on the show. You guys are great. The dream come true for all of us. Now you can say we are, we're, we're great. Because yeah, now you're right. part, part of, of the part of, of, Yeah. One of us. <laughs> right. One of us. Um, so anyway, welcome once again. Thank you. Um, I guess maybe if you had a night, so maybe just to cap off the trip. So I think by the end of our pilgrimage, because we had already spent, we had spent five nights in, we had spent five nights in Fatima with all the side trips and everything, plus a free day. And then we had gone to Lisbon. So by the time we got to Friday night, the time we got to Friday night, most of us were pretty shot. And so I wasn't, I don't know about you guys, I wasn't able to go to the Stations of the Cross. I was actually also flying out the next day. I had to get back to New York, but, um, did you guys go to the, we observed them from our balcony. Really? Sort of. How was that? It was fine. It was fine. Okay, great. Yeah, that's all you have to say. That's all I have to say. <laughs> what language was it in? Well, Portuguese probably. Dance. It I don't know. It was many. <laughs> la- it was in many languages. <laughs> it was many languages. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had to fly out, so unfortunately, and I don't think, I don't think, I don't think we were able. We had to get, and then the, the trip. You guys had to go back to Madrid. Correct. All right, and everything go well. It sounds like you had a trouble getting back. No, 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 no. I my um. My flight to Madrid from JFK was delayed by an hour, so I missed my connecting flight in Madrid and had to wait a few hours. Oh, okay. So, so it was smooth on the way on the way back for all for most of us. Right. Logistics are always fun oh, yeah. for giant trips. Okay. So maybe uh, to cap off this, what what I guess what advice would you have give to future pilgrims to World Youth Day? Make sure you're fit because you're going to do a lot of walking. A lot of walking <laughs> from July 26th to I think it was August 6th on uh, my pedometer. I think we did. 60 miles worth of walking. Wow. Yeah, I was getting 20,000 steps a day. Yeah. Invest in a big American flag that you can wear as a cape. <laughs> I'm being serious now because everybody's yes. like is decked out in their country's stuff. And um, I didn't bring any American flags because I didn't know what to expect. And people were wearing American flags as capes. And I wanted to do that also. One of the one of the people on our trip was wearing an American flag. I did, a, a, I did a little bit. but and you did a bit, Yeah, and you get a lot of attention. Yes. A lot of people that people, love United people States. People love America. They love us. They love right. America. And yeah, so that was our trip to World Youth Day. It was interesting. It was tiring. It was fun. Uh, I think Fatima was very spiritual. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what a what a trip. So, um, and there was a uh, there was a miracle that came out of it. Dom, do you want to talk about the miracle that happened on Fatima during sure. the World Youth Day celebration? Let me. So the Pope uh, went to left Lisbon on Saturday morning and went to Fatima to celebrate Mass for a group of disabled people. And there was a miracle that happened there, supposedly. So I'll just read a little bit of the article. Uh, It starts out, I opened my eyes and I could see perfectly, uh, said the 16-year-old Spanish World Youth Day pilgrim, who said she miraculously recovered her sight after receiving the Eucharist at Fatima, Portugal, during a mass there. Um, 
Where's this article from, Dom? This is from... Just for credit Catholic, purposes? Catholic News Agency. I, yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the pilgrim was there and was at a mass for disabled and after receiving communion, opened her eyes and she could see. So that was a little miracle that happened and um, so really grateful. Fascinating. Yeah, so thankful for to Our Lady that brought that to our Lord. So you can go prayer. to the uh, you can go to the website and look it up. Yes. It's, it's cool that um, this kind of thing shows you that these are not just big events that we do for fun, but they're like, there's a spiritual point to something as big as what do you think? Because people might be cynical and say, "Oh, like it's a lot of money and it's a lot of hassle and is it just a vacation?" But like, no, like this is something is being a work is being done by this, which and it's good to see that. You know, it was a beautiful, yeah, it was a beautiful pilgrimage. Absolutely, we pray the rosary every single day. Great, and so we encourage anyone who's looking to go on a pilgrimage um, to to look into going on one. They're they're great spiritual exercises. And the next World Youth Day will be in Seoul in 2027. I'm not sure if any of us will be going. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Could we just uh, real quick, just just say thank you to anybody who supported. The That's right. Portrait. We had a lot of benefits. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for those who made our attendance there possible. Thank you for the work you did for that and for just giving all of us an opportunity. Really appreciate it. Great. You can hear us anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. You can hear us on the radio at 103.9 FM, 1350 AM on Veritas Catholic Network. And we hope to see you next time. Hey, everybody. This is producer Matt. If you liked this week's episode of Restless and want to help the show grow, please rate us, review us, and subscribe on your preferred platform. God bless.